Hey there, lovebirds. Happy Wedding Wednesday, and welcome to episode 102 of Your I Do Crew, a wedding planning podcast. Each week, co-hosts Atan and Lindsay bring over 30 years of industry experience to the table with insight and interviews from local and national wedding pros to give you the best tips, tricks, and hacks that will take the stress out of your wedding planning process and help elevate your special day. So grab something old and something new. It's time to listen to Your, your I Do Crew. Today, Lindsay and I are talking to our friend, Brooke Lauberkov, owner of B for the Day Wedding Planning, Coordinating, and Consulting. Brooke has a lot of experience in the wedding industry, and she's here to give us all of her wisdom and advice. We're talking with Brooke about what has become one of our favorite topics, and it's about staying in your lane and what that means when it comes to wedding, whether you are a family member of the couple or a wedding vendor or anyone who's involved with the wedding. No, we are here today with Brooke, <laughs> yes. and Brooke, why don't you introduce your business? I would love to. Uh, thanks, first of all, thanks for having me. Oh my, my name God. is uh, Brooke Lauber Cobb, and I own B for the Day awesome. wedding, wedding Consulting. Mm-hmm. Wedding Consulting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's the difference between wedding consulting and wedding planning? Well, the consultants are more of a an advisory company or someone who's going to just kind of give you suggestions along the way, where a planner is actually going to plan out your event planning from detail to detail timing, um, using your coordinators. Consultants give you more suggestions, and planners actually are the action people. So okay. I think of ourselves more of a planner, but the consulting is also part of our, our services. Awesome. Very cool. And you have a bit of history. Uh, doing this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is my 25th year oh of gosh. planning weddings. That's so, awesome. So, yeah. is that 1994? 94. Yes. Wow. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Yep. Um, I started. Uh, my background is actual criminal justice. Uh, what? I've always, yeah, I've always been in the legal legal field um, with regard to um, working for the Bureau of Criminal Investigation, um, the Toledo Municipal Court. Uh, Rossford PD, Lake Township PD. So I was a 911 dispatcher. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I went to school to be a criminal justice major and decided uh, that, you know, I'm still problem solving. It's just in a, a mm-hmm. much happier uh, <laughs> yeah. way. Um, but uh, so then I was a fundraiser. I was a political fundraiser. That's where I actually started. And um, a lady came up to me one day and said, hey, uh, you helped me with this huge event for the campaign, and I'd like you to help me with my daughter's wedding. So I figured I could figure it out, bought a couple mm-hmm. magazines and thought I knew everything. Yeah. <laughs> 25 years later, I still don't know everything. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's how a lot of wedding pros get into the industry, though. We, yeah. we have a peripheral involvement, and then somebody says, you should really try weddings, and then we find our, our passion, our love. Yeah, I don't think we realize um, that, you know, you see so many people that are, go to school, like so many interns, mm-hmm. you know, mostly BG, they have an actual, you know... Um, course now for event planning yeah. um, when I was out there there was nothing like that and mm-hmm, so sure. I didn't even know I would like event planning um, and I, it, I literally fell into it and then thought well this can't be that hard mm-hmm. and it, it's more dealing with personalities mm-hmm. I yeah. think and problem mm-hmm. solving you got to think on your feet I always joke that um, when I'm interviewing for people to work for me, I always joke about if you can get yourself out of a paper bag, you're you're pretty helpful to me. Yeah. But your college degree can't get you out of a paper bag, yeah. and so and I don't I don't want to diminish having a college degree mm-hmm. in this field. But your hands-on experience and your street skills are way more mm-hmm. important yeah. when you're in the thick of it. So yeah. knowing how to handle a situation last minute, or mm-hmm. what do I do when this happens, and you know what's what's the after effect of this? If I do this. How many other things are going to 
role mm-hmm. right. from that. So yeah. everything depends on, especially with timing and yeah. on the day of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's so much. So much of it is is soft skills. So much of it is mm-hmm. people dealing with personalities, oh. knowing which personalities aren't going to gel, mm-hmm. and yes. and you know keeping those people on opposite sides of the ballroom. Oh yeah. Or, or whatever, what yeah. have you, and and. You know the the degree again. It's a lot of the the hard skills, the the planning, the what I'd say workflow type stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Academic. I mean, the mm-hmm. academic side of it. I you know we always say this isn't brain surgery, but it really is because it's heart surgery. Mm-hmm. You're you're oh, actually. I, I mean, it too. is. It's heart surgery <laughs> because you're you're dealing with so many emotions, mm-hmm. and on the day of the wedding. Um, People are so emotional. You'll never see people in the same element as you do at a, fen- a funeral or a wedding yep. yeah. or, um, you know, a baby's birth. Mm-hmm. All the emotions are up there. And so when, as a wedding planner, a wedding consultant, you have to keep in mind that you're dealing with the emotional side of, of their feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the dad is seeing his six-year-old daughter walking down the aisle. He doesn't see her as the 26-year-old bride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Mom is trying to make sure everything is the way she never had it. Yeah. Um, not always. This is just generalizing. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think that, that that the emotional side of that, and then, you know, the bride is, this is her first... Um, coming out actually as a couple saying mm-hmm. this is what we are this is what we are about you know i want mm-hmm. all of the people that know me only to meet my groom and my you know vice versa the mm-hmm. groom and all of his groomsmen are you know all about the party i mean i, I could generalize <laughs> for hours sure. and, and you know but the idea is the emotional side of it is you have to just be so unaffected by that as a mm-hmm. professional in this mm-hmm. industry and if you go into it getting your feelings hurt every single time someone crosses their eyes at you you're you might want to find a different profession yeah. Yeah. i feel mm-hmm. Absolutely. So well, and and the the transition from criminal justice to wedding planning, <laughs> both of them are heightened emotional experiences. Yes. Mm-hmm. Both of them have serious repercussions. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Long term. Long term. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> yep. That's exactly right. Um, not, if you think of the nine one one dispatcher, you know the nine one one dispatcher has to be very you know, ready to handle things, yep. be able to mm-hmm. act on a drop of a dime, the ring of a phone call. That's the same thing as on a wedding. You know, we're in the middle of it and all of a sudden something happens and you have to be able to react calmly and effectively so that you don't install panic with everybody else. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that there's so many parallels with those two professions. Um, I don't go and hire all 911 dispatchers, of course. (laughs) Um, When I talk about my bees and who I hire for that, Mm -hmm. that's another chapter. But Mm -hmm. um, I think that just knowing how to react to something, I think, is in in remaining calm. We like to use the term that we're like swans in the water. Like Mm -hmm. when you see a swan, she floats around in that water and just everything looks all you know f- smooth and the water isn't even rippling mm-hmm. but underneath her little feet are just paddling like crazy yeah. and that's mm-hmm. what bees are doing all the time mm-hmm. um, some of us hide their feelings better than others you know sure. I'm I'm very you you see my face and it's exactly what I'm thinking mm-hmm. so sometimes I'm like did I just say that out loud because I don't know if I did I know my face did <laughs> yeah but yeah. so and so I can look at somebody across the room and they know that I'm like okay we need to take care of this right now mm-hmm. so yeah yeah I like that uh, being yeah. able to convey Messages non-verbally. Yes, can I... be can be vital during a wedding too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you know, if you're mid ceremony and something's going on, if their if their unity candle falls over, you can't say, "Hold up, hold everything, stop right now." Yeah. Pause. Reset. Yeah. Well, we had a wedding um, in Tennessee uh, in May. We did a wedding down in um, Gatlinburg, and mm. we're all we literally had everybody sitting in their seats. The bride is getting ready to walk out. It's an outside wedding, mm-hmm. and uh, with a venue that had um, these large doors. 
um, garage doors right off to the side. Mm-hmm. And I am literally watching this, the rainstorm coming over the mountains. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm literally counting, yep. thinking, how long does it have? You know how you, mm-hmm. when yep. you hear lightning mm-hmm. or you hear thunder and then you count to know how long the, far the lightning is away? Yeah. I don't know if you guys know how yeah. to do that. Yeah. But that's what I always remember when I was little doing. We were doing the same thing, watching the rainstorm come across the horizon. I'm oh thinking, gosh. oh, Lord. Literally, the bride got down the aisle. The the officiant got through his his um uh, you know message, mm-hmm. and then they started to talk about the vows, and the rain started coming. Oh, no. And I grabbed an umbrella because mm-hmm. I had him right there, and I put it. Oh, I literally walked out. I've never done this before. Yeah. I walked out between the couple, and I said, "Here's an umbrella." And I said, we might want to pause right now because this is a good time to stop uh-huh. and move this inside. Like, yeah. I'm really sorry. I've never interrupted a wedding before. And the groom looks at the bride and he says, what do you want to do? And she looks at it and she goes, Brooke would not have interrupted us if she didn't mm-hmm. think this was serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She didn't any quicker get that out of her mouth. And I literally, I had the efficient announce, yep. okay, everybody move it. And we literally just went sideways into this building. <laughs> and everybody like went right to their same places. Yeah. The, yeah. the guests went to the places they were sitting. Mm-hmm. And we all just stood and it was a beautiful inside pouring down rain ceremony (laughs) and i and you know when that happens the bride you know of course is just in tears because Mm -hmm. she's so happy but she was she wasn't in tears and later on we were talking and i said every time for the rest of your life when you see a huge downpour Mm -hmm. this is what you will think of yes so that memory not only on your wedding day but that memory now every time you hear rain if you're Mm -hmm. at the grocery store wherever you're gonna have this great moment of of memory of your wedding day so yeah I just pulled that out of nowhere and said, we're just going to use this. <laughs> so, What a great way to turn a possible negative, though, into a, into a really unique uh-huh. positive, into a really lasting a lasting moment, a lasting memory for them. Mm-hmm. Like, that's and, something I always tell my couples. I said, you know, your wedding day, whatever you do, will be a blur in your memory. Mm-hmm. Because, that's true. like you said, the emotions are always just yeah. off the top. And you're, you know, you got adrenaline. <laughs> it's going to be crazy, but... Take every moment you can and try to freeze that moment in your mm-hmm. mind and try to store that. And right. for her, that moment. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that, and, you know, I, I, I kind of go off of my emotions when I'm, when someone says to me, you know, we're getting married September 29th. I will reflect back and go, okay, I have a book and I keep all of my weddings in this book. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I can look on that date and know what bride and groom got married on that date or Mm -hmm. around that date. And I'll be able to tell you what the weather was. I may not be able to tell you the color of the dresses, Mm -hmm. what they had for dinner, who, you know, who I worked with, who the photographer was, Mm -hmm. because I don't always have access to the pictures. But I can almost always tell you what the weather was Mm -hmm. because that's the one thing that I can't control. So I know that's the one thing that I put my most, my least amount of worry, but my most my most amount of thought mm-hmm. into like yeah. I can't worry about it but I do think about it yeah if that makes sense yeah I have to do the same thing because that's I'll get that phone call when they see that 10-day forecast and they're like oh no there's <laughs> you know and it's right. like well if right it, you know and then we come up with a plan b and a plan c and, and, that's, and that's exactly and that's okay, it because it's still your day and you're still getting married and one of the things I tell brides is you know you can't plan for the weather mm-hmm. I mean you can plan for the weather to have a you know a plan a and a plan b and a plan c mm-hmm. but the most important thing is is if you like your plan B, you're going to be okay with having the plan B. Yeah. So you have a good plan A, which is your ideal, mm-hmm. and then you have a great plan B so that if you go to plan B, you're not upset about plan B. Right. So mm-hmm. then the weather doesn't become as magnified. Right. 
when it happens. Mm-hmm. So like you said, on, you know, 10 days out, I, Ugh. I won't even, I don't even watch the weather yeah. anymore. I've got to the point where I'm like, okay, oh, it's supposed to rain. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's, <laughs> I, I can't do it. Yeah. Cause then I'm right there with them going, oh, well, it looks like it's only 30% today. Yep. It's like you can't. And, and once mm-hmm. you find a good inside venue to take pictures, yeah. then you know, you have a great place to go, you right. know, their style mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if it's right. good or bad because we can still do our job and have mm-hmm. a great effect event when when we have the weather so. absolutely anyway yeah. yeah no i like that well and I, and I like that as a as a consultant coordinator planner that you you can remember that because out of all the things you control it's the one thing you can't yeah that makes me giggle so much just because that that, right. that makes sense that's the one thing that can be the possible kryptonite mm-hmm. but like you said if you if you account for so many things if you account for 10 steps ahead and whatever the possibility you know it's never going to be that big of an issue that's mm-hmm. exactly right um I've always, I've always thought, you know, if I was to have a podcast, my podcast would be things that go wrong on wedding days. Like mm-hmm. every episode would be a different thing. Like you guys have, mm-hmm. have touched on mm-hmm. yeah. and um, <laughs> that would be, the weather would just be yeah. one and, and yeah. how you react to it. Mm-hmm. Not only that, that it happens because obviously it's going to, but how, you know, how we react to it yeah. and make it happen. Yeah. So. Well, so that was actually a little mini horror story that you told. <laughs> I did. You, that was good. I like that. I that like was that. good. So we may have to tap. We have, may have to tap your experience to get some more horror stories. Oh, I'd love that. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I have 25 years of it. We always joke that I'm going to write a book someday, but um, I've had so many weddings that I think that <clears throat> I don't know how I would ever be mm-hmm. ever ever be able to say oh this happened to Susie because I probably had a Susie bride and yep. she'll think wait a minute she's talking about me no I'm not <laughs> you know I'd have to come up with a very general name yeah mm-hmm. Jane No or mm-hmm. Jane Doe or yeah. whoever so yeah. that I can always use the same name all the time bride for all of my, A bride A exactly yeah. Yeah. they would know who I was talking about yeah, though that's for that's sure true. <laughs> if it Absolutely. was them so. well, we've, we've had that thought sometimes there are some mm-hmm. very distinctive situations that come up and then when we take out all the details so nobody knows who it is like but if this was you, you know, you know yeah. who you are. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. And that would be my thing. I would be like, okay, I'm just going to tell you, you know, protect the innocent kind of thing. Yeah. I want to make sure you know I'm going to use your story. I won't uh-huh. use your name. And th- most of my clients would be like, oh, use my name. It's over mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah. And mm-hmm. It works out. So, yeah, cool. Well, <laughs> a lot of times we ask uh, wedding pros who've been in the industry for a long time, some of the trends and things that you've seen change over time, but I know that you had a really specific idea for coming on today. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure that we that we go and talk about that. And I love I loved what you said about staying in your lane. Mm-hmm. Like that Thanks. is the coolest idea. Yeah. Well, that is my motto this year. I've always said it, but my theme for this year is stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we're really my life theme as well as uh, my professional theme. And so I'm teaching my bees the same thing. Mm-hmm. Actually, my bees teach me mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I want. I want to talk about that really quickly. Yeah. Um, when I hire my team, um, I have 25 women who work mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, we have not had any gentlemen who have thought that they wanted to be a bee, and, mm-hmm. and that's that's unfortunate. We would love to, you know, bring on a bee, a yeah. male bee. But yeah. um, one of the things I look for is to see how what the level of involvement or knowing where they they go. Mm-hmm. So when I say stay in your lane, when you're driving, you want to stay in your lane and then, you know, you pass on the left if you're a good driver. If you're a Michigan <laughs> driver, you pass on the right. Yeah. <laughs> Ask my husband, he'll tell you that. Or, so, or on the shoulder. Or on the yes. shoulder, yeah. yeah. They, they pass go. on the right or on the shoulder. Um, but, you know, stay in your lane and you're just driving in your lane and when you start to veer off and you get out of your lane when you're driving, the same thing happens when you're planning a wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So if, um, if you're the mother-in-law or the mother of the bride, if you stay in your lane, you're supporting and you're encouraging and you're sometimes or oftentimes writing the check. But you're also, that doesn't give you a right to um, decide, the, make the decisions. Mm-hmm. And so staying in her lane, saying, you know, this is where I belong. This is what I, I want to do. I want to be supportive. This is her wedding. This is their wedding. Yeah. This is not my wedding. Mm-hmm. Staying in your lane and being supportive. Um, staying in your lane as a professional, I really feel is important because like we've talked about so many times, professionals, when they do their job, um, it's mm-hmm. a perfect day, not mm-hmm. a perfect storm. Um, when there's a, a photographer who is able to stay in her lane, they can capture the pictures mm-hmm. and they can capture all of the things that are happening, the emotions of the day, tell the story of the day. And they're not busy pinning on boutonnieres and they're not mm-hmm. busy sending people yeah. down the aisle and they're not busy, you know, helping the lady who shows up late because the photographer's in the back of the church mm-hmm. or the venue yeah. and the lady that shows up late here, all of a sudden she's talking to the photographer. She's dismissed the vows because yeah. she's helping direct the lady who came in late or the man came in late yeah same with the efficient you know staying in your lane knowing exactly where your part is it's not about you know you are the director mm-hmm. if you will but on the day of the wedding you're saying if there's a photographer that is not capturing something and you want to make sure that they capture the pictures you're going to kind of have eye contact with them or whatever with the if the photographer is able to do her job and you're able to do your job, staying in your lane is is, is working. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so through the planning, I, we find that not always do people stay in their lane. Mm-hmm. Um, D- <laughs> DJs tend to overstep and you know yeah. say, "Hey, we're a wedding planner. Mm-hmm. We get that you've done a million weddings, mm-hmm. but still, let's allow you to do your job right. and have the entertainment. I have no problem." And my team has no problem turning that over to a DJ and saying, okay, now it's yours. Go ahead. But when you're going to cut the cake, please check with us first so we can gather the people. Yes. You can stay behind the table, turn the music. Oh, man, that just dated me. You can make it. Push the button. No, turn push the, the button. Yes. Push the button, not the record. Um, <laughs> um, you Stay in your spot. Stay mm-hmm. in your lane. Let me go get the photographer who's doing you know something else. Or let me go find where the groom's at yeah. rather than them announcing the groom when he's coming out of the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So, you know, <laughs> let us be the runners. And and really, as the wedding coordinator, our job is to be able to aid everybody else in doing their job. Mm-hmm. So we, we break it down into, you know, kind of like a wheel. And um, I, I keep using these car analogies, which is crazy <laughs> for me because it's not my favorite thing in the world. Um, but we, we break it down into a wheel and everybody is part of that wheel. So okay. every vendor, every professional is part as a spoke. Mm-hmm. So they have their own area. So we yeah. have our photographer, our videographer, our DJ, our efficient, our venue, mm-hmm. our coordinator. Everybody is on the outside. The mm-hmm. bride is in the center of the wheel, mm-hmm. turning that wheel. On the day of the wedding, the bride steps out and the bees step in. Mm-hmm. And we turn that wheel, allowing everybody to stay in their lane stay in their spoke and do their Mm -hmm. job. And then we take care of all the things that kind of fall through the cracks. I love that. It's also part of when you're planning a wedding, staying in your lane, you know, don't overstep as a mother of a bride often Mm -hmm. does, or Mm -hmm. as, you know, we, we deal with a lot of brides, but we also deal with our fair share of grooms as well. Um, It is his day as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we always hear, Oh, it's your day. It's your day. And the groom's just kind of showing up in his tuxedo. And we really, (laughs) we, sometimes we don't meet the groom until the rehearsal Mm -hmm. the night before, but a lot of times 
more recently in the last few years, we've seen a lot of involvement with the grooms, which yeah. we love. That's and great. we love to see them have a part. You know, you see the groom because mm-hmm. as an efficient, you want to know both the couple. You yeah. see the grooms because as a photographer, mm-hmm. you want to see, you know, you're taking the pictures of both mm-hmm. of them. And, mm-hmm. and so we deal mostly with the brides and mm-hmm. mothers of the brides, sometimes mm-hmm. mothers of the groom. And um, we really appreciate seeing the grooms as well. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell a bride a lot of times, you know, I'll have a conversation with her. She'll say, oh, my gosh, he doesn't care about this. He's not telling me what he wants. He's saying this and that. And I'm like, sweetie, here's the deal. <laughs> and I don't mean that derogatory. I say that, sweetie, because I feel like all of my brides are yes, my base. Yeah. Yes. So I'll say, you know, if he doesn't have an opinion, go with it. Exactly. Be okay with yes. it. Exactly. And, but when he does have an opinion, listen to him. Yeah. yeah. Listen to him. Because if, if he does have an opinion, it means it's something that he cares about mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. wants to see happen. And, you know, the entire wedding is your opinion, mostly, general. Mm-hmm. Um, but the groom has an opinion about a few things, so let's listen to what he has to say. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, staying in our lane and making mm-hmm. sure that we are listening to all of the the different avenues of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been I've been saying that to my couples so often recently when I meet with couples and I go through the ceremony planning checklist because you know in Ohio you need to say I do and I now pronounce you everything else is fluff not not fluff but optional yes yeah and when I'm asking do you want to have readings do you want to have that and a bride looks at a groom and goes do we want to have a reading he's like oh, oh. yeah like I don't care and like, how can you not have an opinion about this and I always stop and I say guys in general don't have a lot of opinions about things Mm-mm. we are very broadly just like yeah sure sounds good you yeah. know we ever try to decide where to go to eat this happens oh all yeah. the time that sounds good That's to right. you literally anything yeah is it food sounds good sounds yep. great yeah. so mm-hmm. but but occasionally when they do have an opinion about something whether it's processional music or whether it's you know what the the groomsmen are going to wear yeah exactly those are the times that key in and say good you are engaged cool right. let's let's tag in and mm-hmm. and if you have a groom that's more involved in that great more yes. power to him mm-hmm. but i mean and that's not saying the grooms that aren't engaged aren't don't care it's right. just they're just that's not their gig right mm-hmm. you know exactly. if that's not what they mm-hmm. that they're enjoying and right. sometimes you get a bride that's not that's not her that's not her gig yeah. mm-hmm. so and that's okay that's why you have the bees <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can help you more there and i love yeah. that we and we talk about that all the time mm-hmm. that during the planning process yes the the couples in the center and the vendors are all the spokes but the day of they should take that off their plate. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, we, we so many times, I mean, we, you know, preach sermons about, about have it, at the very least a day of coordinator who is not Absolutely. your venue coordinator Yes, because the venue coordinator is worried about the chairs. Yeah. They're worried about their servers. You know, you, uh, the day of coordinator. The timing of the meal. Yeah. 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 It's we it's we said that before you you, <laughs> you pay the price either out of your wallet or out mm-hmm. of the stress and not enjoying your day. Yeah. And out and of the service. Yes. Out of service. Because yeah. if you when true. you pull someone's attention off of what they are trained to do, mm-hmm. when you pull their their attention from their lane, mm-hmm. from yes. their area, all of a sudden you're sacrificing their service. Mm-hmm. Yes. So when you're pulling a venue coordinator's service mm-hmm. off of taking care of the venue, something is going to fall off the plate. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what that's going to be necessarily every that's time. Yeah. So <laughs> that's that's, that's another area where you're, you know, and that, you know, for a videographer to, mm-hmm. you know, let the videographer capture the video kept mm-hmm. let the the band leader do the emceeing mm-hmm. you know let the efficient do his job yeah. yeah i can't stress it enough and when you ask a friend or a family member to do that you get what you pay for you do and, and you that do. is something that we really i feel be for the day has set the bar mm-hmm. in the area i mean everybody else is younger than us so we've kind of when i started this business when i started doing this there were no other coordinators mm-hmm. at this time mm-hmm. when i started yeah. um and so you know florists served as wedding coordinators mm-hmm. they would stay a little longer but then nobody was at the reception and right. you know so 
when we went out to um, uh, WNBA yeah, yeah. this year, mm-hmm. they were really, the wedding coordinators were like a bunch of sharks mm-hmm. when it came to talking about day of coordinating. Mm-hmm. They really, really were against using that term because they wanted to get involved because earlier in the, in sure. the game. Sure, yeah. yeah. The team at B for the day... We, we don't care if you call us a year before, mm-hmm. you know, six months before. We don't want to recommend a week before because that's a little that's a little <laughs> stressful. A I'm already doing three other weddings that weekend. Yeah, so if it's off yeah. season, I'm not so far so against it. But having that prep time to be able to learn all of the things that you want to see happen, mm-hmm. we need a little bit of time to be able to gather that. But like I was saying, the, the coordinators out in Las Vegas and nationwide are really going against day of coordinators. And I think that they think that it's belittling because we're not as involved. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, the photographer has been involved a long time mm-hmm. uh, in, in advance. And so then this day of coordinator comes in and swoops in and steals the show. That's not it at all. We're mm-hmm. just there to take that pressure off that we know is going to be there on the day of. Yeah. So we have no problem being called a day of coordinator. We have mm-hmm. no problem being called a week of coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't offer packages. Mm-hmm. My company does not because there's no way to be able to cut that off, you know, yeah. and say yeah. for a package, you get X, Y, and Z when like, have you ever tried to order your um, cable cable company work with a cable company you know they have like oh you have this package this package or this package but i want hgtv and i don't want espn so how do i make this happen yeah i want just these two channels Mm -hmm. well then you're you know buy the espn and buy the hgtv and that's how you get it so it's a la carte Mm -hmm. and that's how we figure that into our our planning like Mm -hmm. so day of coordinating i feel is the most a la carte Mm -hmm. area to Mm -hmm. be able to say we want you for this many hours and we Mm -hmm. want you this day only and you know we usually highly strongly recommend having us on the night before because that's when anything's going to go wrong but more than Mm -hmm. that you really you aren't spending a ton of time with us but we're also one of the most instrumental parts I mean we don't give you something to take home like the pictures Mm -hmm. or the the marriage license Mm -hmm. but we do give you that confidence of knowing that the day is going to go smoothly yeah, yeah so. absolutely yeah well and it surprises me to hear that the the trend has been to to, to poo poo day of coordination because mm-hmm. you know not every couple wants the the full service the yes, year long exactly and mm-hmm. the ones that i've seen i've worked with a couple of uh planners who've done the year long and it's interesting to me because i've found that sometimes it can feel like interference when the the planner takes over and says, well, you're only going to communicate through me. Don't communicate directly oh, with yeah. the couple. Yeah. I'll handle the payments. I'll handle arranging the meetings. I'm like, yeah, no, that's not. No, no. I want I want my couples yeah. to establish a relationship with right. you. And yeah. I want them to have it with mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. We all, there's enough of the couple to go around that we yeah. all can play nicely in the sandbox. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And I feel like when you, when you as a coordinator say, no, you deal everything through me, that mm-hmm. is a control issue, first of all. Mm-hmm. And second of all, that's an ego issue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, and if this hurts somebody's feelings, I'm sorry, but the point is, is it's check your ego at the door. Mm-hmm. When we go into mm-hmm. an event, and all of my team members know, when we go into an event, we are the last person whose ego matters. Yeah, and yeah. So, so you know, true. and if you're dealing with um, high high ego personalities, you have to even have less of an ego mm-hmm. so that their ego doesn't get hurt. And right. I'm talking about professionals. I'm not even talking about the couples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the couples, the couples, they're the only ones who should have an ego on that day. Right. Yeah. I mean, oh, seriously. Yeah. And yeah. so um, they're the one who says, if this is going to happen, go for it. And but I feel as teammates in weddings mm-hmm. we are teammates and we're all there Definitely. for the same reason mm-hmm. i want the efficiency i want the ceremony to go seamlessly and mm-hmm. i want those pictures to be phenomenal and mm-hmm. i want that music to be played exactly like the couple does mm-hmm. we have a goal we all have that same end goal mm-hmm. and the sooner vendors realize that 
and I know people don't like to be called vendors. I call them vendors because they're my frienders right. is how exactly. I see it. Absolutely. Um, the sooner that we all can get on that same boat mm-hmm. and see that we're all one big team and it makes everything go easier, I, I think it's a win-win. It is. Absolutely. Our most yeah. successful weddings have been where everybody is like, oh, we're like sisters and brothers. And, mm-hmm. you know, I might I might bicker with the bartending service. I might bicker with them on off docket or mm-hmm. you know, there's legal term off, <laughs> off to the side i might bicker with them but we're like brothers and sisters when it comes right. down to it you know yeah. let's just check your ego mm-hmm. ex- uh, appreciate them for what they bring to the table mm-hmm. because you know they know more about that industry than i do mm-hmm. right so you know yeah. our i was taught a long long time ago know a little about a lot and mm-hmm. i think that i've kind of just brought that with me to this to this business yeah mm-hmm. and you know i don't know how to make a camera work i don't i know mm-hmm. what my iphone can do but that's about it <laughs> well i know you can do hair because <laughs> you've seen me do that yeah. i'm like oh let me just whip this together let me just curl this hair back again yeah <laughs> oh, yeah we pull oh yeah all those oh, emergencies yeah. can happen i love that so. the, know a little about a lot that is so that's so, so great and i was I, w- I would personally hopefully i'm not over overstepping not but i would at say all. But also know what you don't know. Oh, yes. yes. And, and know when yes. to say to professional. Because I've had so many times where you talk about ego checking, where I've been, it's right before a ceremony, I'll stop in to see the bride as she's getting ready because I get the vows from her mm-hmm. because she doesn't have pockets to hold them. Right. So yep. I put, yep. them mm-hmm. in my, put them in my jacket or put them in my little uh, my little tablet holder. And uh, and she'll say, oh, by the way, can you talk to the DJ to let them know when we want this played? Because we talked about it last night at the rehearsal and we changed mm-hmm. things. Sure. Because... Usually, I'm the only vendor that shows up to the rehearsal right. as mm-hmm. the officiant, right. mm-hmm. uh, unless there is a, a really engaged planner or coordinator or mm-hmm. consultant. <laughs> use um, whatever term you want. <laughs> B. We'll just use the B. word B. Yeah, a really engaged B. <laughs> and so I'll go up to the DJ and I'll say, okay, well, so we wanted to change this around a little bit. We don't want to have music during the sand ceremony because it's 30 seconds long. It's mm-hmm. not long enough to have any meaningful right. exactly. amount of music. <laughs> so I'm just going to talk them through it and yeah. then we're going to start at the ending here. Well, I have in my notes, I'm like, I literally just talked to the bride. Right. Like this 10 is what's seconds happening. ago. Mm-hmm. She yeah. can't come out to tell you herself because mm-hmm. right. grand right. entrance has not happened yet. Listen to me. <laughs> and and that's that's the that's the ego. Again, mm-hmm. that's the and they're I get that they're covering their bases as well. Yes. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing that we and we go into this going, okay, I like you said, I literally just talked to the bride. Mm-hmm. And when when you go to that DJ, that's also let the coordinator know because mm-hmm. if I'm gonna send somebody down the aisle and I need yeah. to know like when that music's happening, it's like it's not just one just the two of you knowing. It's like everybody that's mm-hmm. involved. Right. Photographers need to know so that if the kiss is gonna happen here or there, yes. they need to kinda know that too. Mm-hmm. You know, like Catholic churches a lot of times they won't let you kiss. Yeah. They don't they don't ever I don't know if you know this, but mm-hmm. in the state of Ohio, I don't know if it's a national thing or not, but in the state of Ohio, I'm gonna use that as a term. In the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. the priest will not say, you may now kiss your bride. Never do they say that. Ever. Hmm. Ever, ever, ever. So you either assume that they do it either like before the passing of the peace, yep. mm-hmm. if they're going to do that, and or at the end, they've been told at the rehearsal to kiss before they, when they, after they're announced mm-hmm. or pronounced. Huh. So, I mean, like, and if they're going to do that, if I'm at the rehearsal on Friday night, I will tell the photographer on Saturday, yeah. hey, just so you know, Lindsay, they're going to kiss 
before they do time. the passing yeah. of the piece. Because yeah. sometimes it is so early that mm-hmm. you, you need to know, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. when it's going to happen. So, and then mm-hmm. that's, again, that's a, you know, let's share this information. Yeah. Let's make everybody successful. Right. Because if we're making everybody successful, we're going to have a successful event. Yes. yes. And so when we're checking our ego, we're making sure everybody's successful, staying in our lane, mm-hmm. making sure that everybody, you know, everybody in our car is riding in the same lane with us. Yeah. I guess that's the best thing. You mm-hmm. know, we're all in the same lane. We're carpooling, staying in our lane and making sure we're, get, you know, getting mm-hmm. off at the same exits and stuff. So. So I use a lot of analogies. It's <laughs> this, this driving metaphor to like the nth degree. I just can't even tell you. It's probably because I haven't driven in a week. I don't know. <laughs> I was going if you were listening to car talk right before this or something. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Just my normal brookisms. Um, but no, I think that it's important that we just really work as a team and mm-hmm. go into it as a team. And when I think it gives brides confidence too in mm-hmm. the, in their team, when you come in and if you came up to me and say, Hey, I just talked to the bride and I'm going to do this. I'm like, okay, you were just in there. Great. Mm-hmm. You know, same with the DJ. He's not in there knowing when that's right. going to happen. And that that's yeah. a great example of why you would want to do that. And then going to the reception, you know, we don't want to cut the cake unless we know all the people are going to be there. Yeah. Yes. You know, I can't tell you how many times somebody says, I want to cut the cake. And I'm like, okay, I will meet you at the cake. Mm-hmm. Let me go and gather your mom mm-hmm. and your dad yeah, and let me gather your photographer mm-hmm. and your yeah. videographer and let me give a heads up to the DJ mm-hmm. or to the band members. Let me tell all of them. People, you walk to the cake. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to ask. You walk yep. to the cake. I will do my due diligence on the way to the cake. I tell my other coordinator, okay, you know, do you see mom of the bride? Because I've had mothers of brides tell me I missed my daughter cutting her cake because yeah. nobody came and got me. Yeah. Right. So we really do try to include all of that, and the, from the workers to the important family members. I mean, mm-hmm. some guests don't care if they see the cake cutting, mm-hmm. but the sure. mothers always do. Oh yeah, yeah. they do. So mm-hmm. yeah, and if they don't, I want to you know if a mom's talking to a bra, uh, talking to a guest, and I walk up to her when they see us coming, they're like something's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the bees are coming up to me. Something's <laughs> going on. Stuff in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. And literally, if they're talking to the friend, the friend will say, "Oh, oh, if she needs you, go ahead." Mm-hmm. They give you that out, yeah. mm-hmm. and then you can either say, "Okay, I'm going to continue this conversation," or I'm going to go, and then that friend will pop go with her yeah. to watch him cut the cake you know yeah. so it's um it, it, they do when the, you know someone sees us coming up to him at a wedding event they know something the next thing is going to happen mm-hmm. well so. and i think that's that's another great point as far as like the staying in your lane having a planner or coordinator there and the couple knowing that if they need something anything at all absolutely you're the only person that they need to look for and mm-hmm. and a good planner coordinator consultant will know to be visible to them at all yes. times mm-hmm. such that yeah. so that they don't have to go running after the dj or the officiant or whatnot if exactly. there's a change they tell you you take care of it and right. it's done and it's off their brain right and we we work with our our frienders mm-hmm. who will say to them hey i want to make sure that you know i am here to help you same with photographers, mm-hmm. you know, let me, let me fluff the dress. Then you don't have to redo your focus. You don't have yeah. to redo your standing away oh, or whatever. Oh, I know. It's magical with you guys, especially <laughs> like the family formals and stuff too, where, you know, it's, there's a lot of back and forth sometimes mm-hmm. that we have to do if we're spread too thin mm-hmm. and to have that extra person, it, 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 it's, it's huge. Well, thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. That's one of the things we really, uh, you know, I can't capture that picture, but mm-hmm. I can tell you if I think that like the flowers look crooked and yeah. does that look weird to you? Or did yeah. you see that exit sign? Yep. <laughs> I see it. I'll get it out. Mm-hmm. But I always, I even tell grooms, I'll say, it's just the funniest thing. And Lindsay's heard me say this when a groom puts his arm around his bride and they're in the pictures, a lot of times like the groom's fingers will come around because mm-hmm. these brides are so teeny tiny and they put their little fingers around and then their little thing the groom's fingers show in the front and they look like little sausages mm-hmm. <laughs> and i tell the groom i'm like listen if you're going to put your arm around your bride put your hand in the small of her back right. so that your fingers aren't showing yeah because 
I know, I know Lindsay can edit that, you know, Photoshop right. this yeah. great magical thing in the world that I don't even it's understand. It's so weird. But creepy, why yeah. spend the extra time, make Lindsay have to do the extra time when right. I can fix it at the in the beginning right yeah. mm-hmm. and then it's done and I'll say things and then they'll they'll remember that and I'll say sausages and yeah. they'll bring yeah. their hand back yeah. it's so funny and so groups like again they'll they'll catch that or you know how are moms holding on to somebody for yeah. flowers or showing her stuff it's just the little details that I notice later when I get my pictures taken mm-hmm. that I assume that the bride does as well so mm-hmm. and you guys do too so yeah that's, that's a good awesome. thing I know it's good um one more thing you had said to me you know Knowing a little bit about a lot, if we can revisit that, Mm -hmm. um, talking about when we're ordering things and when we're doing things and when we're we're making things happen on a wedding day, you know, that's it's all done. Mm -hmm. And if you've done great prep work, you don't have to work as hard. You're more available for when that 911 call comes in. Mm -hmm. So if you are prepared and you're ready to go by doing all of your things in a row and making sure all the things are planned for and who's bringing this and who's taking care of this and who's responsible for this. On the day of the wedding, when someone doesn't do their job, you are still able to keep it going and moving forward. So um, going back to not, you know, knowing a little bit about a lot, when I'm ordering linens, for example, I don't know what linens go to the floor. Like mm-hmm. if somebody says, oh, a 108 or a 110 or a 120, whatever mm-hmm. the linen size is. Yeah. I leave that to the professional. Mm-hmm. So the linen company or the the person who's renting the linens, when they when I say I want those linens to touch the floor, they know what linen yes. to yeah. order. I don't yes. need to know that a 108 touches the floor or right. skims mm-hmm. the floor or yeah. is you know doesn't show the legs <laughs> of the table. I don't need to know that, yeah. but I know what I want to have. And then when you're dealing with good professionals, just like when I say to Lindsay, hey, you know, we want to make sure that that Lindsay says, close the back door to the church mm-hmm. so that when I don't get that backlighting, mm-hmm. I know I don't need to know why I'm closing the door to the back of the church. Mm-hmm. Just tell me that that's what you need. Mm-hmm. And so when right. we work together and knowing a little bit about a lot, Lindsay likes the door closed because mm-hmm. her focus is going to be better, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. So mm-hmm. that's another one of those things, like knowing a little bit about everybody's job, about what makes their job mm-hmm. easier. I'm able to go in and consult with them and say, you know, the Hilton Garden Inn likes it when you um, serve your salad first. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Toledo Country Club likes it when you have a little break so they can clear a play. You know, mm-hmm. like every venue works differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hop on what they do well mm-hmm. and make that happen for your couple. Yeah. And that's just going to make a more successful event. Absolutely. So that's part of the consulting front end side. It yeah. is. It really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you function as the, uh, I would... I keep going to football metaphors, which is crazy because I hate football. But you're like <laughs> quarterback, head coach. I mean, in in bringing all these different things together, mm-hmm. you know that that you bring all these separate systems, and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it is. I mean, there's so there's so much to do with the wedding. Yeah. But the fact that you don't have to have the every minuscule point of data on everything, but you know that if Lindsay's there, you trust her that the photos are going to happen. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't need to go to those offsite pictures. I just need mm-hmm. to say, okay, I have them back here at five thirty, yeah, and right. I know they're back there at five thirty. Yep. And I have Lindsay's number that if something mm-hmm. goes right. wrong and they're we're not they're, the time. yeah we're yeah. like hey how's it going should i go ahead and start calling these guests to dinner or are mm-hmm. you going to be another 20 minutes right that works for me yeah i'm good with that yeah, yeah. and so, not three hours late like no no oh, yeah three, i heard yeah. that one yeah i heard that one Ooh. so it, well. <laughs> if that would have been us if we would have been there i would have already i would have had the number for the photographer and i'm not saying this is what i would have done right 
But I would have. I would have had the number for the photographer saying, mm-hmm. where are you? I would have been able. I would have had the authority from the bride and groom to go ahead and feed the guests. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, say, hey, your guests are getting grumpy. So when you get here, you're not going to get booed if mm-hmm. we um, can at least feed your guests. Mm-hmm. Right. And you guys are the ones that are making everybody late. So mm-hmm. you're going to eat late. You yeah. know, and, yeah. and and have that courtesy. And then the the bride and groom would have never had that negative impact because mm-hmm. the guests would have been taken care of. Mm-hmm. People would have been, you know, things would have been continuing, and we would have had that authority from the beginning, mm-hmm. um, and had that relationship with them, that trust relationship with the couple. To yeah. be able to say, you know what, I know the bees are going to take care of this. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry about it being three hours or the photographer. Absolutely. Whomever. Yeah. Cool. Well, Brooke, thank you so much for being our guest. Yeah, There's a few thanks. things that I want to ask you before oh, we great. Yeah. go. Oh, great. Yeah, sure. So if folks want to follow you to find out what's going on with Bee for the Day, how can they follow you? Probably their, our most active is Instagram. Okay. Um, our Instagram is is really getting a lot of followers. Um, mm-hmm. and it's Bee for the Day. Okay. And a lot of people think it's Bee for a Day. It is not. It's Bee for the Day. Is it the letter B or is it B-E? It's B-E. E-E, like a buzzing bee. Okay. Um, really quickly, I don't know if anybody knows this, but the reason that the, the we use the bee as the analogy is because um, she should not be able to fly mm-hmm. with those teeny tiny wings with those big fat bellies, right? Mm-hmm. So she does the impossible every time she takes off mm-hmm. and she flies. And that's what we do on the day of a wedding. We do the impossible. We make it happen. So that's our analogy to the bee. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that. where the bee comes in. And also people usually call me bee. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, we kind of took that bee uh, and put the buzzing mm-hmm. bee together and it just works. Awesome. And, um, and also, queen bee. <laughs> yes. You have no idea. So many people call me that. I'm like, just call me Brooke. It's fine. Um, but, you know, the, the bee analogy really does work. And also with, with our hive, you know, the bees come out and we do the impossible. We're mm-hmm. always buzzing around. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many analogies for our, our team. So yeah. bee for the day is B-E-E-F-O-R-T-H-E-D-A-Y. So the cool. bee for the day. And then also our website mm-hmm. is a great way to get in contact with us. Um, we also have an area on our website where people can go if they're looking to get into the industry as oh, a bee really? or want to work for us. You actually can fill out a um, form and say, you know, I'm interested in being a bee for the day mm-hmm. coordinator or be a, being a bee. And yeah. you can actually fill that out too. So. Awesome. So but that, mostly maybe that first guy who's going to be your first male bee. There you go. Yep. You know what a male drone. bee is called? Ah, drone. That's right. That's right. I know all bee analogies. I know every anatomy of a bee that you could possibly know. So um, yeah. So mm-hmm. the bee, the bees. Um, we're twenty five in, in counting right now. Twenty five so of cool. us. So. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, allows us to take more than one wedding in a weekend. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so it's good. Cool. So so right now, what I want to know, the last question, what right now is is inspiring you, is feeding you and bringing you joy? And it doesn't have to be wedding related. It can be. But what's your recharge right now? Well, um, you asked me at a good time because I just got back from a 10-day mm-hmm. trip to Florida. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say probably walking on the beach was my was my recharge. And it's a, it's a just, you know, going and being able to just not answer the phone, mm-hmm. yeah. not answer text messages, just kind of unplugging yeah. and not unplugging to the point because I don't want to be contacted, but unplugging so that I can recharge myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I get a lot of joy out of that. I mean, yeah. I, it, that's just feeling like I'm energized and, and the sun has a lot to do with that. So mm-hmm. I'm one of those people that you, you if, got if a little I, sun. We can see yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. So. so she's bringing it back too. So. I don't. Hey, yeah. Cool. And it's supposed to be 50 this weekend. Mm-hmm. So awesome. Hey, yeah. well, thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> Anything I can do to help. Yeah. No, that, I, I love that you said that that's how you recharge your batteries and it's not 
the turning off the phone because you don't want to answer it. But I've always lived by the philosophy you can't pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, that's with anything in your marriage. It's with anything, mm-hmm. you know, marriage and when you're dealing with people. And, and when I'm dealing with uh, brides, they are pulling from me. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I need to be able to. And my husband is probably like the most encouraging person you've ever met. And mm-hmm. he, he is constantly filling my, helping me to, to be able to do whatever it takes to fill my cup. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I have to fill my cup ultimately, but he um, is part of that, you know, making sure that it's supportive and encouraging and always taking that next that next drink, mm-hmm. you know, to fill me back up so that I can go out and give to others, yep. you know, as well. But you're right, it is. It's constantly filling my cup and recharging myself so that I can help. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. And that's this week's episode. Thank you again for listening. We are so glad that you choose to spend your time with us. Remember, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so for as little as $1 a month by going to patreon.com slash youridocrew or leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast network. And make sure that you subscribe to make sure that you don't miss a single episode filled with great stories and wedding tips. So stay tuned for all that and more on next week's episode of Your I Do Crew. This is Atan, owner and chief officiant of Weddings for the Ages. You can find us on The Knot, Wedding Wire, Facebook, and Instagram as Weddings for the Ages. And this is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me on Wedding Wire, The Knot, and you can also find me on social media using at Lucky Bird Photo. If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love. Comment, like, rate, and review on iTunes and Google Play, and share on your favorite social media platforms. We love feedback. So if you have any suggestions or if you want to ask us a question, email us at feedback at youridocrew.com. Thanks for listening, and here's to love, laughter, and happily ever after. Cheers. Cheers. I want to get, I want to get. Music credits are as follows. Song title, I Want to Get Married, by artist D. Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international.